For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome back to the Believe in Badger football podcast on the Believe Podcast Network, presented by betonline.ag. Once again, I'm Matt Perkins. Bernie, out sick today. So we have uh, our number one call-up. Mini Bernie. Of all time. We've got Mini Bernie with Clint Cosgrove, our good friend uh, from Rivals.com, national analyst, and... Uh, probably best friend of the program that we have. So, Clint, thank you for uh, taking a little bit of time to uh, pinch hit. Uh, thank you for having me on, man. This is a dream come true. It's been a while, and I'm just excited to be here. Well, you guys probably all know that Clinton and I do uh, a weekly uh, recruiting uh, TV show on YouTube for Badger Blitz. Make sure you're checking that out every week because uh, we uh, we have a lot of fun over there breaking down some film. Um, but before we get into uh, talking Big picture Badgers today with Clint. Want to remind you guys that we are presented to you by betonline.ag. They continue to be the number one source for all of your online wagering needs. You name it, they've got it. NBA, NFL, college football, esports, golf. It's over there at betonline.ag. Head on over to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today. Use our promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, for a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. Clint, we haven't had you on since Luke Fickle was hired. Uh, so, you know, you are in the recruiting world. You know, you talk to coaches as much as anyone out there. What are sort of your big picture thoughts here on how everything went down and how how did Wisconsin fare, you know, in getting Luke Fickle, in your opinion? I think it went down, uh, you know, not, not in the perfect way, uh, just, you know, with, you know, the whole Jimmy situation. But if you're going to go outside the program, um, uh, you got to be excited. I mean, this is, uh, this is as big of a hire as they could have made if they're going to go outside the program. And Luke Pickle is a proven winner. Um, he took a group of five school and made them into a national power. And you can say, okay, it was a one hit wonder, but it wasn't. I mean, he developed this team into a playoff team. This is an AAC team. So, not only can he recruit at a high clip, he can develop relationships. They can develop players. Look at the guys they have in the league. Desmond Ritter, Sauce Gardner, Alec Pierce. Those are three guys who couldn't exactly have gone everywhere in the country. And those are three guys making an impact year one in the NFL. I mean, Sauce Gardner, if it wasn't for Jalen Petrie, would probably run away with the defensive rookie of the year. I mean, the guy's been a stud lockdown corner from day one. 
Alec Pierce making plays, touchdown. I mean, these are the type of players that they brought to Cincinnati and made into stars. And then you look at what they did at Cincinnati. Once they did that, they leveled up. (laughs) They started recruiting even higher. Everybody was going to poach Cincinnati's commits this year because they identified, evaluated, and landed guys early on who they wanted. And uh, some of them are going to end up coming to Wisconsin. And, uh, you know, they were loaded up. Some of them have already declared for Wisconsin. They have. And, uh, you know, uh, they just flipped Jonas Duclona this past weekend. Uh, They've got a couple guys, Joshua Gregory coming to visit, Amari Snowden coming to visit. Like, they are definitely going for a you know, after a significant amount of these Cincinnati kids and rightfully so they already have the relationships with them. But speaking of like the athletes that uh, Luke Fickle and company were uh, recruiting, how do you see that changing and evolving in this new administration? Is it going to be, are we going to see a different type of athlete in general recruited uh, to Madison as opposed to what we've seen over the past basically 30 years? Yeah, I think it'll be a little different in the sense that this isn't going to be old school ground and pound football. Um, but I think they're going to stick to the Wisconsin principles of, you know, hard hat, lunch pail kids that love football. Uh, they're going to be a physical football team. So that blueprint isn't going to change. It's just going to look a little different on the field. Instead of being in 21 personnel, 12 personnel, uh, you're going to see a lot more 11 personnel. They're going to, you know, spread the, the defenses horizontally but that doesn't mean that they're not going to run the football. Um, you know, you, you think of uh, Brett Bielema, for instance, down in Illinois, always known as a power run guy, game guy. What do they do this year? They run the heck out of the football, but they spread the d- d- defenses up and Chase Brown is doing, did big things, you know? So I think we're going to see more of that style of recruit, but I don't think you're going to really see much like to the naked eye, who's not doing a deep dive, you're not going to see a big difference. Um, the one thing that I think you will see is a higher caliber of recruit being sought after. Definitely. And I think we saw that in the opening press conference with McIntosh that the the money that they are going to be putting in to, you know, building up, getting getting those recruits, you know, getting, um, you know, uh, investing in the place you need to invest in to get that caliber of recruit because, there are facilities areas you can you need to upgrade. There are NIL packages that you absolutely have to upgrade um, in, you know, along those lines. So, uh, you know, another question, though, I think that's been on, you know, sort of the mind of a lot of Badgers is obviously the quarterback position because Graham Mertz in the portal, uh, Chase Wolf is graduating and it's basically Miles Burkett is the only uh, scholarship quarterback on the roster. Now they've kept the commitment from Cole LaCrue, uh, the quarterback out of Colorado uh, for this coming class as we sort of shift into talking about uh, the 2023 class that, you know, as early as signing day approaches just next week. Um, you know, I think there's a lot of interesting caliber prospects coming into Wisconsin. LaCrue, the quarterback, is obviously the big name because it's quarterback right you know everyone is interested in talking about quarterbacks they're clearly going after them in the portal though too nick evers and brennan armstrong are the two guys that have been uh you know really seemingly targeted by the uh by fickle and the staff how do you feel a do you think that they will be able to bring in two portal quarterbacks do you think they'll just try to get one and then the very interesting difference between evers and and brennan armstrong is that Armstrong is a one-year guy, right? He's he's one and done. He's got one year of eligibility left. Evers has 
four, was a four-star kid uh, out of Flower Mound, Texas. How do you, if you are, if you're fickle, are you trying to get maybe the the higher floor of Armstrong or are you interested in probably the higher ceiling of Evers? So to me, um, you know, year one, and it's not like you got to go and win a, a championship year one, but, you know, people want you to and they're going to complain if you don't, no matter what. When you're looking at building a program long term, yes, it would be nice to have, you know, a guy like Evers who was highly rated, but he hasn't proven anything at the college level yet. And quarterback is one of the positions where a guy can be a stud in high school and then all of a sudden do nothing in college, whether it's, you know, schematic fit, whether it's coaching, whether it's they had maxed their potential, whatever it may be. Now I have full confidence that Nick Evers can be a stud, but if I'm thinking year one, I want to come in and I want to show that I am carrying this tradition of Wisconsin football. Uh, I'm going for a Brennan Armstrong. And, you know, the reason being is, well, one, he is a perfect fit in Longo's offense. He can run the ball. He can pass the ball. Like people don't realize. Um, and I think we talked about this on the Badger Blitz podcast. His, uh, he only threw for like 20 something or 2000 something yards this year. Um, with, you know, with a high interception to touchdown ratio, uh, they really pounded the crap out of him running the ball. It looks like, whereas the year before he, he threw it like a 65% clip threw for over 4,000 yards, ran for another two, 300 yards. And so, and then you, you talk about just being a smart guy. He's, he's at Virginia, you know, very similar academically strong school as Wisconsin. I think this is a guy who you bring in and not only does he give you the ability to do what you want in your offense day one, he's proven it at the highest level and he is a great leader and can set a great example for those below him when you're trying to develop a program. Evers, yes. Would I take him? Absolutely. But um, there's going to be another Evers in the portal next year. There's going to be another great quarterback next year, you know? And so this is going to be a commonplace where you're going to have an opportunity at great quarterbacks. And if you can show year one that all of a sudden Brennan Armstrong comes in, has great success and Wisconsin all of a sudden is a place where, wow, I want to go play quarterback there. I think not only do you, you help yourself year one, not only do you establish great leadership in the position and make the room stronger, you show that under this new offense, Wisconsin isn't just for running backs and offensive linemen. This is a place where quarterbacks want to go too. And, uh, you know, that's why I, I, I side with him. And then I think you either take another, um, you know, kind of sleeper hit scholarship quarterback or a preferred walk-on with a guarantee that if he's in the two deep, he gets a scholarship as soon as possible. Um, and there is there is a guy out there who uh, I would I would probably target if I were them. Um, and his dad happens to be the GM of the Colts, who also played at Wisconsin back in the day. And that's Chris Ballard. His son, Cole Ballard, is at Westfield High School. He was a baseball guy. He throws 90 plus miles per hour, decided he wanted to focus on football, was an absolute stud this year. Nobody knows about him outside of a couple schools like Kansas was in to see him the other day. Um, you know, 
Uh, I just, I, I think he's a kid that we watch out for and uh, he would be a great addition along with LaCrue. And then if you can get a Brendan Armstrong. So not only do you get a couple young guys with upside, you get the Brendan Armstrong who can come in and play right away. And then you also have Miles Burkett there and you set yourself up for some future success. Yeah, from the outside, Burkett seems to have already ascended a bit into the leadership role as, you know, him and Wolf are the only scholarship quarterbacks on the roster right now. And Wolf is, you know, an outgoing is an outgoing senior. So, you know, it, it, he knows he's basically going to be at least the guy, at least in this first part of the transition period. And I think what we've seen from him, you know, obviously, like we have to read into social media, blah, 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 like usual disclaimers. I think that it's an interesting opportunity for him because he has a lot of the skill set that you would think would be that would function well in this offense, right? He has the ability to uh, not necessarily scramble for yards, but scramble to look to throw, right? Which is, I think, that really key in the way that Huge. Longo is is going to use, you know, use the quarterback movement. And so I, I think Burkett could do some really interesting things. I'm excited to see his development here. Um, but, you know, we talked about some of the, uh, some of the guys coming in in this class. And <laughs> I want to know who your favorite I want to know who your favorite of the commits are that they have at the moment. I will actually go first. I'm kind of springing this on you. I, they just got this kid. Oh gosh. I'm going to have to look at the list. So they just got this kid out of Seattle. Uh, Clint Tucker Ashcraft, this tight end. Like I see him in a, like, I was just like, okay, that's Garrett Graham. Like it's done. It's Garrett Graham. Like uh, don't have to think about it twice. Old school why, like, I love this kid's ability. I thought it was really strange that he had, he had, a, he was signed to Colorado under the Carl Durrell era, and then Prime didn't honor his scholarship. And you watch his film for two minutes. This is a kid you want on your team, dude. Like, he blocks hard. He is a excellent pass catcher. Super smooth <laughs> athlete. 6'5", 230. I mean, like, dude. Like, I'm like, so what is going on? Like, I love this kid. Clint, you and I have talked about him on, on Badger Blitz. you have any extra thoughts that you want to add into to my favorite? Um, I can see why he's your favorite. I mean, he's already a guy who can, um, you know, a lot of time these hybrids who can, who can flex it out, you know, they're like 210 pounds in high school. Um, and then you hope that they can put on the weight and put their hand in the dirt and be an on-the-line guy. Um, this is a kid who has the athleticism to flex out and already has the size. He puts on 15 pounds. All of a sudden he's 250. He's mashing inside. And, uh, you know, you talk about Phil Longo's offense, you know, they're an 11 personnel team. So you need that, that tight end who can do a little bit of both. And so I get why he's your favorite. Uh, he looks like he's coached up. Well, um, I saw, you know, just seeing his releases, uh, when he's coming off with his hand in the dirt, I really liked, I liked his ability to get into people and, uh, you know, uh, fight with his hands and get inside. Um, just a lot to like about him. And I can understand why uh, you'd be fired up, especially uh, when uh, tight ends, they're in need right now at Wisconsin. So uh, I think that's a big one. And uh, I can't disagree with you. Um, this is hard for me. Uh, you know, I, I know your guy is Justin Taylor. I know your guy <laughs> yeah. is Justin Taylor. And, and, and so our... I'll, I'll ask you about Justin too, because if if you just listened to me and Bernie, you probably haven't heard Clint and I talk about Justin over on Badger Blitz. You, what do you love about Justin Taylor? 
he's just a baller. <laughs> the kid, like, I mean, he's he's not the biggest in the world. He runs well, but he's not a 4-3 kid. He's a kid that if you told him to go and play O-line and I want you to go and just beat the crap out of a defensive tackle, Justin would be like, let's do it, coach. And he'd go and line up, and he would give it his all, and I wouldn't even say that he uh, – he would – he would give a 300-pound defensive lineman a, a, a battle. And, and that's what I love about him. This kid is a warrior. He is a football player. There is nothing that he can't do. He can catch the ball. He can return the ball. He can hit you. He can cover like a corner. He can play safety. You know, uh, he might not be as physically gifted as a Braden Moore, but I think of these two in the secondary together, I'm like, good Lord. You know, Justin Taylor to me is just, and of all these guys, Justin never wavered every single time that something happened with the Wisconsin search, you know, and I was really kind of worried when, uh, when Jimmy left that he'd finally be like, Oh, that's it. He was like, I'm surprised, but it's all in on Wisconsin with me. He's been a vocal advocate of the team. He's continued to recruit others. He just wants to be a badger. And we've seen what kids who want to be a Badger have done. And he's probably a little more talented than a lot of other kids that have wanted to be a Badger and had success in the past. So Justin is a guy, he will find a way to make a difference. I don't care if it's in the locker room. I don't care if it's recruiting. I don't care if it's in the return game. I don't care if he ends up being a running back. You know, that's another thing with Justin. He could be a running back. So when you're looking at, you know, running back stuff, he's got that ability. He can line up at receiver. He's got that ability. He can play corner. He can play nickel. He can play safety. And like I said, if you wanted to go and ask him to snap the ball and be center and put his face into a defensive tackle, guess what? He's not going to tell you no. He's going to go out and do it. So that's why I like Justin. Uh, You made me pick him. I was kind of between him and Braden. You know, I love Tyler Janzi as well. I think Nate White is probably underrated. Um, he can really catch the you know, ball out of the backfield. A, you know, James Durant, he's got a chance, 6'6". Six, six. Who, Justin? Uh, well, Justin and Nate. Oh, yeah, Nate. Yeah, uh, yeah, very similar skill set, actually. Um, but, yeah, I mean, uh, I just... The, the, the class is kind of thin right now, and you'd expect that because of what happened. But the additions they're getting are good. And just be on the lookout. There's there's going to be a couple big additions uh, before signing day. Yeah, there definitely are. Uh, I know Badger fans are looking forward to signing day. Uh, spinning it forward, uh, we actually had a couple questions about like the 2024 class. It's been 2025. People are wondering, A, what happened to in-state linemen? Uh, what happened to all of them? I'm telling you, they're coming in the 2024 and 2025 classes. That 2025 offensive line class. Oh, and Strebig. Strebig and Griffin Rousseau and uh, Charlie uh, Hoytnick. Uh, Like, there are serious dudes. And uh, and not not an alignment, but a linebacker, Cooper Catalano in 25. Like, all four of those in-state dudes are, like, high, high high-level Power 5 players. And that's just, like, who we know about off the top of our heads, like, without doing real deep dives. Um, But the other... The other question that uh, was was posed to us, or who are high priority 24s? To me, the number one guy you got to get on board is Corey Smith in state from Catholic Memorial. I think he is yeah. the key player because 
you could make an argument he is the best uh, all-purpose back in the nation uh, at for the 2024 class because he can literally do it all. I, we haven't seen an in-state player, uh, you know, in-state running back probably this good since, since Gordon. Um, and I think in high school, Corey Smith is more productive. Michael Bennett before him. And- mm-hmm. But, yeah, I mean, this guy is incredible. Yeah. Uh, besides Smith, uh, what other 24s would you have your eye on? Uh, uh, you know, that would be real high priority targets. You're talking about in-state kids. Yeah. Well, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll stick in-state for, for the time being. Yeah. I mean, you know, Donovan Harbor, obviously, um, you know, he's very highly recruited interior offensive lineman, uh, you know, uh, at least an interior build. He probably has the skill set to play, um, you know, uh, on the edge if needed, especially in the type of offense, I think we're going to see moving forward. Um, who's the running back from Franklin? I'm going blank on his name. I can't understand why. Um, good Lord. Uh, what Terrence, is name? Come uh, on, help me out here. Help uh, me out, Perka. It's, uh, Shelton, Ter- Shelton, yeah, Shelton. Terrence Shelton. Yeah. So Terrence Shelton, I mean, he's a guy who, uh, very, uh, you know, uh, he, you wouldn't guess how, how, how thick and how fast he is unless you've seen him in person. He is thick. He is fast. He loves football. Um, his legs just always churning. So he's another guy, um, you know, Derek Jensen, I think he's just scratching the surface. Uh, you know, when he was young, I had hoped for a lot from him and then he kind of, you know, just kind of stayed in the middle. And then I really feel like he made uh, major strides this year and he has those physical gifts that you can't teach. So you talk about a big offensive lineman in that Wisconsin mode mold. Um, Robert Booker, I think is going to be an absolute stud from Wanakee. Um, kid's a player. Uh, he is long. He is athletic. Uh, he can play defensive end if he couldn't play tight end. S- soft hands, still growing into his frame. He's only like 215 pounds. Um, this, I mean, this class this year in 23 was down, whereas the 2024 class, um, they got some dudes in it. Uh, you know, you got who else? Uh, Sam Nathan Pyle, Roy. Uh, Nathan Roy. Uh, yeah. Nathan Roy is really blown up. Uh, you know, he's, he's a stud. Um, who else? Jace Gilbert is a guy that I like. Um, there's just, there, there's, there's, there's a plethora of players in the state that already have offers. There's already 13 with, I think division one offers. Um, not all of them are power five guys right now. I'd imagine at least nine, 10, at least eight should be power five guys. And, um, you know, if you want to make, uh, make a, a real, you know, bang as a first year staff, and there is some talent in state, um, I think you go over a lot of, you go after a lot of those guys, especially the guys who project well, who may not, you know, who might not be like Derek Jensen, like, oh, he might not be the most, uh, polished player right now, but he has every tool to be that guy. You got to take a guy like that in state. You know, so obviously your big targets are Donovan Arbor, Corey Smith. You get those. Everybody's happy. But if you want to get back to building a border around the state, you're taking more than just that. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, we're going to have to wrap it up there today. Clint cannot thank you 
enough. We're for, not going to uh, watch Bernie's film. No, well, he's not here. We have to watch that. We have to watch Hammer film with the Hammer. We are. We, we will be doing that this offseason. I promise it's coming. I just have a lot of things that I have on my plate, and I don't have time to cut up Bernie's film because I'm cutting up too much film for you and me to break down over on Badger Blitz TV. A little bit more promotion right there. So uh, we yeah, are going to. Well- Dude, you are a dude when it comes to production. I can tell you that. Uh, teach me your ways. You're my Jedi master. You're my Yoda. More patience you need. <laughs> patience you need. <laughs> that is a very good Yoda, sir. I did not expect that. Well done. Well done. Yeah, been a big Star Wars fan since I was a kid. You would have never guessed it. I haven't had time to watch it in the last eight years, but it's coming sometime. Well, maybe we can get together, have a few beers, and watch uh, watch some Star Wars and break down some films. Sounds like a damn good night to me. It does, and we can- <laughs> yeah, we we, we got to wrap it up there because I've got I have a doctor's appointment to go to because I have to fix my back. So we're gonna wrap it up, uh, and uh, you can always check out me and Clint over on Badger Blitz TV uh, on YouTube, part of Rivals dot com network. Uh, Bernie and I will be back uh, next week with a little Christmas special and uh, a little Christmas Hanukkah special, I should say. And uh, we, uh, until yeah, next time... Yeah, I was going to say, come on. Yeah, it, it's going to be a little Christmas Hanukkah party, and uh, it'll be a good time. So, uh, Clint, we appreciate yeah. your time, as always. And uh, Clint can't say it, but I can, on Wisconsin. In his words. Thanks for listening to the Believe in Badger Football podcast on the Believe Podcast Network, presented by betonline.ag. If you like what you hear, please subscribe, rate, and review wherever you get your podcasts and follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Believe in Badgers. That's B-L-E-A-V in Badgers. Also, make sure to check out our YouTube page for full videos of our podcasts. The show is produced by Matt Perkins and Matt Bernstein with audio editing and mixing by Matt Perkins. Our theme music is by Matt Blaustein. Thanks again for listening and on Wisconsin. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.